0: Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I am your host, I am your expert life strategist. I am Karina Calhoun and I'm super excited to have yet again another amazing human being on the show today. Today we have Dr. Anne Marie and I'm super excited about this conversation because I know it's going to be fire. You all know I say this, prior to... The interviews, because I just believe that the folks that come on this show are really coming to deliver their passion. That's just it in a nutshell. And today is no different. Dr. Anne-Marie is going to bring it. Dr. Anne-Marie, how are you today?
1: Oh, thank you for asking. It is a beautiful spring day, And I am taking that sunshine and like trying to spread it everywhere I go. So I love that. I absolutely love that. Dr. Anne-Marie, tell us where in the world are you? Oh, well, that's kind of a tricky question on any given day. Actually, I am living the life. I am, I've been living this last year and a half, almost two years now between three states. So currently I am in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. I, um, my residence is in Sarasota, Florida, and I also, um, spend a lot of time up in Northern Michigan. And there's a whole story about all three of those places that we won't get into today, but I just feel very blessed. I love that.
0: I love that. And, and indeed it does sound like you are. I am actually from Fayetteville, North Carolina, which is not far from Chapel Hill, True. So, and I lived in Charlotte for 17 years. So those are, you know, that's my area right there. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we were meant for our paths to cross. Then. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. Absolutely. So Dr. Anne-Marie, tell us, please, because I am intrigued. Tell us how you have been loving on the world around you. But before we get to that, your background is absolutely spectacular oh thank you I want you to tell me a little bit about that
1: ah so um okay another like would take all day kind of thing so I'll try to give you the condensed version um I I was fortunate education chose me I did not choose it and um I'm so glad that it did because I have seen from point to point how each experience that I've had in serving students across um, K-21 has brought me to where I am today. So I um, I don't like to speak titles. Um, I speak more about service. And so I've been able to service students um, from infant to adults for Gosh, over 30 some years now. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm a bit of an anomaly because I do it in different ways. For example, um, when I received my PhD, I then did my national boards afterwards. And then I also saw that um, I needed to reconnect with the classroom because I had been in some different leadership positions, and so I just chose to take a teaching position. Um, A lot of people referred to it as stepping down, and that was really offensive to me, because to me, it was about um, making sure that I could continue to strongly serve. So so then I just, I had all this excitement and all these opportunities that I had been Honestly, select it for because I didn't see, you know, I didn't see the amazing things in my life, you know, now that I'm getting older and looking back, I'm like, wow, this has been an incredible journey. Um, and and I've had a part in that. And so it's been a, a really great reflective process to connect to that part. And in doing so, I realized that I'm like, okay, what do I want to do with these next 30 some years? And For me, it was like really recognizing the pattern and themes throughout all of the different ways that I've been able to serve. And what I recognized was that equity is void. I, you know, recognize the power of people's um, thinking and people's um, perceptions and really wanted to focus my work now on looking at awareness and education and that human centric approach so that everybody can be loving on one another, you know, really focusing on the value and the beauty of diversity and inclusion. And so that's where I'm at now. I started a nonprofit um, almost two years ago, and I've been getting to meet incredible people, um, getting to have amazing conversations and spreading the word that we do have it within us to see things differently. My slogan is, um, everywhere I go, I preach it, I scream it, I yell it, I sing it, um, because it is really important to me that we take advantage of the time that we're in and change the trajectory of our nation and of our world.
0: You know, I absolutely love this that you're doing and how you're literally taking your purpose and your vision and you're living it out loud and what I see is that you're living in color and one thing that you know I like to tell people is a lot of times whether you're black white um, whatever ethnicity you are if you say I don't see color then we have a problem exactly so what I see in your background is yes, we have to think differently. We can't see in gray. We have to see in color. But when you see in color, you see so many dimensions of people and life around you. And that is just absolutely amazing. I love it. So tell us a little bit more about how you're loving on the world around you.
1: Okay. Well, I started with, I'm a researcher at heart. I grew up in a large family, youngest of five children with always a house full of people around. And so I became a very good observer. (laughs) I became a a very good um, qualitative researcher. And so it wasn't hard for me to start thinking about, um, just like you said, People often think that they're not saying anything wrong with saying they don't see color, and it's like, okay, but you're excusing the beauty of it. You're marginalizing others in your in well-intended statement, right? Um, because I believe that we have it within us. You know, I one of the things that I started doing is right away I started developing an equity consciousness assessment. And I have the teaser test on as a pop-up on my website, because it's really important to me that um, people get to be confronted in a safe place with items, just like you just mentioned. And then that reality check too, right? When we were young, I don't know about you, but I used to love like getting my sister 17 magazine and doing those little quizzes in it. And it would tell you Well, this tells you, you know, are you living unconsciously or are you living consciously and what that range looks like? But then for me, you can't just know, knowing is one thing, but changing the way that you act is another. And so then I spent time developing equity edits which is a resource. It's six sessions, if you will, or six chapters. It's an ebook that people can go in and either with a group of friends, with a group of ladies at their church, or with a professional learning community and their organization, look at, well, what is it that I have a tendency to do here and how can I change it? Mm-hmm. And, um, so these, this first year and a half, um, almost two years has been dedicated to the development of that work. And then also, um, doing pilot studies with it and getting insights from people to make sure that I was on the right page and, and really looking at it from a multitude of angles.
0: Mm, I love that. I love that. So what has been your feedback from individuals who have, uh, encountered you? with just the quiz and and then the edits and different things of that nature. You know, I love that you said that uh, this is a safe space for them to do that because what we don't want to do is harm uh, in the name of education. Right. We just do not want to do that because that absolutely completely defeats the entirety of the purpose because you want, People to come together. And so bruised and battered, people are going to shrink back. And mm-hmm. so I love that you're doing this in a safe space so that mistakes can be made, comments can be made that says, okay, that's not right. Let's see why. And now let's move forward. I, I love that you're doing this.
1: Yeah, thank you. And and you know, another thing is too, I am not, I'm not charging for these materials. Mm-hmm. There's no cost for someone to take the teaser test or to go into the equity edits and take the full assessment and use those resources. Because to me, it's about coupling the um, new knowledge with the resources to be equipped to make that change. Um, So like my work then settles in when people want coaching or want me to come to their organization and lead some of the sessions and things like that. Um, And and so what I find is, I find that people are just so grateful to be able to say something out loud, you know, our thoughts have great power. And if we can say it out loud, and talk through what's behind it, and how it could potentially be offensive or how without knowing it or even knowing it, some of us were raised in different ways that we just took on and didn't realize was impacting others in a negative way. So um, so I've had a lot of positive responses in re- like five stars with the equity edits when I had the pilot study work through that. I had so many people that were just like all I can say is like thank you. I'm I'm going back through different portions of the tendencies now to make sure that I stay sharp on my game and continue to grow, because this the the secret at the end is we all need the work. Yes, and never done. Yes, exactly. Right. right? Exactly. It's, so so no one has that golden ticket that is mm-hmm. going to be your exit out the door it is like, no, we're all, we're all working on it. And I'm not rationalizing it. I'm just, we all have our own stuff. We all look at the world in different ways. And then we have new experiences that alter or might cause us to go back to an old way of thinking, or might have us wondering like how we can do better in that situation or scenarios. Um, So, so lots of fantastic insights. What was really great and what i enjoy is when people take the teaser test um, I'll, I'll interact with a lot of people on linkedin through the messaging and try to um, send a birthday message to everybody who's in my network and then i'll like ask them to do something kind for someone you know and their birthday celebration will last throughout the year the feeling of it and then we might start a conversation i'll be like hey you know are you interested in taking this teaser test and then they'll come back and they'll say, thank you, done. Or they'll say, wish I had a text box for this question. Wow. I've been thinking about it over these next few days. And so then I can engage with them in, oh, well, what do you think? And share those thoughts with me if, you, if you're if you willing. And, and just the insights and the connection to, wow, I didn't realize that I was taking on other people's perceptions oh. just by being silent, right? That was a big one. And then also, that recognition constantly of, well, my culture is superior because it's what I know. And you know, and so there's tendencies, you know, I, when I was in the classroom, I heard this all the time from um other educators, oh, well, you know, they're always late because they're of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right or oh well this is happening because of this and I'm like mm-hmm. no you know our system is broken and in how, in how we meet the cultural relevancy that is on offer um, and so just great insights and great conversations the focus groups were powerful to me because I had people people who signed up to do it it was an agreement for them to complete a survey that had open text and then as well as, you know, like star ratings and things. And um, it was exciting to know because I'm, I'm not an official um, designer, but I am a creative. So it was exciting to know that the, um, the way that it's presented is appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it was really great for them to not stop there, for mm-hmm. them to share about what their insights were with the content, and how um, offering language frames at a certain point to help them um, recognize it's just a a change in the way that they're saying things that can offer so much more positivity and love on others instead of being seen as potentially negative or marginalizing. Oh. Um, they also were really insightful about. And and I was really glad that they picked up on this really insightful about their own self actualization mm-hmm. and what was the root of what was happening.
0: Now, let me ask you this, because I just listening to everything you, you're you saying, it, this simple thought just keeps coming through my mind. And that is and this is, I believe, because I, I have as a visionary, I tend to see things from the 30,000-foot view. Mm -hmm. And so even though this is specifically geared around equity and changing that thought process, seeing in color versus the Mm grayscale, how does this then transfer to someone's personal life in relationships, personal relationships with family? I mean, mm-hmm. folks that typically would have nothing to do with anything that you're saying, but because they're learning this new mind shift, it's allowing them to really be in relationship with those closest to them in another just real and authentic way,
1: yeah, I'm so glad you asked that because I was just working with a multi uh, marketing consultant for a brief period of time. And one of the things that she kept coming back to me with was, but you gotta like get your target audience. Who are your people that you're really like going after? Cause that's a marketing strategy. And I said, well, this is the problem. It is for everyone. You know, it's not just, I come from an education background but it's not just for educators. When you engage with these materials and when you think on the line of being more equity conscious you honestly are changing every touch point you have. Your sphere yes. of influence is altered. Mm. And so it's, it's multi-generational. It's not written for um, men of this age group or this particular organization. It's written for human centrism. It's, it's yes. written to ensure that we are not just like, doing a professional learning community in our school and walking away from the campus and not transferring that to the person we're in line with in the grocery store. Uh or mm-hmm. that we bump into in the parking lot going into the soccer game. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my blogs, on my website, I write a lot about context outside of organizations mm-hmm. and, and how my own um, misconceptions or misunderstandings were challenged. And um, by by building that confidence in my not knowing, and being willing to reach out to the person in line who looks a little different than me. And I'm not staring because I think there's something wrong with them. I'm staring because I just want to know their story oh. and I'm an introvert and it's not common for me. Like I would more than likely, um, be the person that someone would be like, oh, she's so standoffish just because I'm so like shy in public scenarios like that. So for me, like just working on all of this has helped me to be braver and ask permission, not just say to someone, um, like if they're short on what they're trying to pay for their items for not just being like, here, let me pay for it. So you'll get out of my way, but ask them permission, you know, say, Hey, I'm Ann. I'm so sorry. Like, do you do you need another? Like I've got a five here or why don't I just put this item on mine and then you can take it. Um, If you're, if you're comfortable with that and not just assuming that that person is in a certain state because they're short on what they need to pay. Exactly. It's that human centrism. It's like recognizing them as your brother, as your sister, as your other, you know, like just knowing that everybody is going through their own stuff and they may not be willing to share it with you, but it doesn't mean that you can't still um, treat them with kindness and treat them with love. Um, Another thing that's really important to me is giving voice to people who have been marginalized. Mm -hmm. So like this year, a project that I'm working on is um, and and I'm, I'm almost set with a, a illustrator Um, but I'm working on a set of children's literature that is a little bit more adultish, but the design of it and the intent of it is to start getting the mindsets open through the adults that engage with the children with the books. And then also the books will be, um, provided to like hospital waiting rooms in the children's ward or to go home with the babies when they're born um that's that's the vision for it to to start young while um having that influence on adults and, and and the elderly so that um we can really ensure that those voices that have been marginalized have a place in our history and are valued and are um honored. Yeah yeah
0: absolutely you know and I can absolutely relate just kind of back tracking back a little bit uh, I too am an introvert and so I I I have learned how to not do the stare because just like you I'm not staring because I'm like that person is weird I'm staring because I really truly would like to know what is that person's story what's you know whether good bad or indifferent I'm I'm a a human being that loves human beings I just love being alone because I'm an introvert But I completely understand that. So I want you to tell us, Dr. Mm -hmm. Anne-Marie, how can we get in touch with you? And what does that initial contact look like? I know you talked about that initial quiz, but Mm -hmm. once that happens, what does it look like getting in touch with you?
1: Yeah. So when you receive that teaser test, you have the option to um, be on our mailing. And so then each I was just going through a campaign this last, um, seven days. So my, uh, and and I sent a, a precursor email, um, heads up, you're going to get something from me every seven day or every day for seven days. Um, but then we'll keep it to like once a month. Um, so, so that's available, but then there's also, um, hello at see things When you go into the bottom of the email, it says contact us. And that comes directly to me. I just have it differentiated from the founder at SeeThingsDifferently.org because um, I'm trying to make sure that I spend time with each different element. And and the founder part is more for when I'm interacting with people um, to get the message out or to collaborate on projects and things like that. And then the hello is for me to be able to connect with people um, who are like working through the the edits or taking the assessment, so so that's on offer. And then I'm also present on social media now as well. I I had taken a break um, just before we began um, the launch when I was creating the website and working on the um, 501c3. I unfortunately lost my sister. Yeah. Um, 18 months older than me. Thank you. Um, and it was really hard and, and I didn't want to be on social media pretending that I was something that I <laughs> wasn't at that time. Yeah. Um, and so I was able to like grieve that in a way and get my place to myself to a place where I can be more honoring. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know you never know on social media with people, but for me, it's about being authentic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So, so I'm back on social media and at the same time, um, I'm just developing and um, opening up access to um, the business side Mm -hmm. of the social media. So you can go to um, on Facebook, it's see things differently. S E E. Ink, you know, underscore ink. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Instagram, it's see things um, dot org. And that way you can keep up with what's happening because I'm going to be starting to do some live things. I'm having a women's event, um, okay. so that we can value our stories and, um, really have a positive impact on the legacies we leave. Um, so, so I'm kind of everywhere now, um, <laughs> and and very approachable, even though I'm an introvert. I'm very approachable. It. love it.
0: So, tell us. You mentioned briefly um, about a blog. So, tell us a little bit about your blog.
1: Yeah. So, um, I actually I started with this phase idea in my mind because you know I'm come from a background of education. And I'm not a business person, but to me, it made sense to start to get the information um, about equity consciousness and what that entails with different tendencies into blog format. So what I did was I spent that first year and a quarter um, writing and, and doing it in shorter pieces that I also did an audio recording for because people are busy and maybe they want to just listen to it in the car on their way home or while they're eating their lunch. Um, So it's nothing fancy. It's just me. Um, But it takes, it takes the concept of equity consciousness. And then it takes these tendencies that we have to rationalize or to normalize or um, the deficit view or diversity erasure. And it brings in, I, I always like to bring in vignettes. So I always put it into real life. And it might bring in a little research cause I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to things like that. Um, so, so that's all um, that that's, that's what the blog items entail. And then this year I've been working on more collaborations. You know, I had built up my um, connections and my network on like LinkedIn mm-hmm. um, because it was a way for me to get different perspectives and ideas from people and share ideas. And then my network has gotten quite large. So this year I'm like, I want to connect with people. Mm -hmm. I've been doing more like meeting for virtual coffee, or I actually just got to meet with um, someone that I met on LinkedIn live because they Burlington was halfway for us. Mm -hmm. And so. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, And, and that's been really phenomenal being able to be connected with people at a, at a deeper level. So um so I I'm kind of kind of all over the place kind of really enjoying everybody and um the blog itself has grown into doing more um podcast com- I call them conversations instead of interviews because that's what I'm more comfortable with um and doing more live stream and when I meet with people and they're like, Oh, I'm working on this. I'm like, Oh, well, Hey, let's jump online and do something together. So I'm kind of working on doing that part. And if you go to the community page on my website, that's where the blog is um, where you can access the blog. And then you'll see these coming soon. Um, and that's just, Anne trying to do all of the pieces of the business kind of yeah, like yeah. Us behind the curtain, I need to get, you know, things like, our conversation today. Mm-hmm. Up there. Mm-hmm. Um, because to me, that's another way to help people, um, see that we're all in this work together and yes. that I'm here and, and more than willing to, um, service people with a heart.
0: Absolutely. I love it. So mm-hmm. I would like to ask you if there are any last words of wisdom that you want to share with the audience. This has been Absolutely amazing. And I'm hoping that um, it has begun a shift in mindsets of those that are listening because, you know, just like you said, no one has that golden ticket to exit. We all, I don't care at what level, what juncture you find yourself in life. There's always room to shift more.
1: Absolutely.
0: And so, I, you know, I, I just really, really believe that that is something that I harp on constantly, constantly. And so that is my hope and prayer for this particular conversation today, this episode. So Dr. Anne-Marie, any last words of wisdom for those listening?
1: Yeah, I would just say, um, don't feel like you have to have it all figured out and don't feel like you are this horrific person because you don't, Um, but do the next time, you know, listen to your gut, Mm -hmm. listen to your intuition. And the next time you're in a scenario, take a breath on it and try to look at it from the perspective of the entire room. Take that like fly on the wall view and then come to the website. Come to seethingsdifferently.org and go into the resources and educate yourself and start a conversation um, because that's, that's what it's all about. If I can help people um, become the best version of themselves, you know, see things differently that that's what I want and Absolutely. I will be doing that. Mm. I
0: love it. So folks, we've had another great, awesome, and amazing Uh, As Dr. Anne-Marie, I think I will adopt that terminology, conversation, rather than interview, because that's what they are. And this has been an amazing conversation, very eye-opening, very refreshing. And so, again, another great conversation with Dr. Anne-Marie. And I will see you all on the flip side. Bye, everyone. Bye.